Life of St. Cuthbert, Chapter 1 How Cuthbert, the child of God, was warned by an infant, and his bishopric foretold. The prophet Jeremiah consecrates for us the beginning of our account of the life and miracles of the blessed Father Cuthbert, when, praising the hermit's state of perfection, he says, It is good for a man to have borne the yoke in his youth. He shall set in solitude and be silent, because he will raise himself above himself. For being stirred up by the sweetness of this blessing, Cuthbert, the man of God, submitted his neck from early youth to the yoke of monastic discipline, and at a favorable opportunity, he also took to the hermit's way of life, rejoicing to sit in solitude for no short time, and for the sake of the sweetness of divine contemplation, to be silent and to hear no human speech. But in order that he might be able to do these things in his later years, the heavenly grace had urged him, little by little, into the way of truth from the earliest years of his boyhood. For up to the eighth year of his age, which is the end of infancy and the beginning of boyhood, he could devote his mind to nothing but the games and wantonness of children, so that it could be testified of him as of the blessed Samuel. Now Cuthbert did not yet know the Lord, neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. This was spoken as a prelude to the praise of his boyhood, for when he became older, he was to know the Lord perfectly, and to receive the word of the Lord, when once the ears of his heart had been opened. Therefore, as we have said, he amused himself with noisy games, and further, as was natural at his age, he loved to be in the company of children, and delighted to join in their play. And because he was agile by nature and quick-witted, he very often used to prevail over his rivals in play, so that sometimes, when the rest were tired, he, being still untired, would triumphantly look round to see whether any of them were willing to contend with him again. Whether they were jumping or running or wrestling or exercising their limbs in any other way, he used to boast that he had beaten all who were his equal in age and even some who were older. For when he was a child, he understood as a child, he thought as a child. But after he became a man, he put away childish things entirely. And indeed, the divine providence at first deigned to check the exuberance of his childish mind by means of a fitting teacher. For Bishop Trumwine of blessed memory used to relate what had been told him by Cuthbert himself, how on a certain day a large crowd of boys in a field were engaged in the usual contest, and he himself was present. In accordance with the usual thoughtlessness of children at play, most of them were twisting their limbs into various unnatural contortions, when suddenly one of the little ones, apparently hardly three years old, runs up to him and begins to exhort him with the gravity of an old man not to indulge in idle games, but rather steadfastly to control both mind and limbs. When Cuthbert scorns his warnings, he throws himself on the ground wailing and bedewing his face with tears. The rest run up to him to console him, but he persists in his weeping. They ask him what is the reason why he is suddenly overcome with such grief. But when Cuthbert begins to console him, he exclaims at length, Why, O Cuthbert, most holy bishop and priest, do you do these things so contrary to your nature and your rank? It is not fitting for you to play among children when the Lord has consecrated you to be a teacher of virtue even to your elders. The boy, being of a good disposition, listened to these words with fixed attention, and soothing the sorrowful infant with kindly caresses, he forthwith 
gave up the idle games, and returning home, he began from that time to be steadier and more mature in mind. That spirit assuredly instructed his heart from within, what had sounded in his ears from without through the mouth of an infant. Nor need anyone wonder that the wantonness of a child should be checked through a child by the Lord who, when he wished, placed rational words in the mouth of a dumb beast of burden to check the madness of a prophet. And it has truly been said in praise of him that out of the mouth of babes and sucklings thou hast perfected praise.